You are now listening to the self-proclaimed greatest listen in the Hunter and along the coast. What's new in the castle? Led by your two co-hosts, Big Dan Nilsson and Campbell Scott. We need to hear you, Newcastle! good was that intro holy jesus we're starting to get bloody professional here on this what's new in the castle and saying that welcome back to what's new in the castle the self-proclaimed greatest listen in the hunter and along the coast the podcast that makes your faces cringe and your ears hurt of course you can tell by my voice if you're a permanent listener on this podcast my name is big dan nilson and following me again for number eight of this season the man with the worst haircut in Newcastle, <laughs> Mr. Campbell Scott. Campbell, what is new in the castle? Mate, uh, there's not too much new in the castle. We're still in lockdown, but I dare say I wouldn't have the worst haircut in Newcastle at the moment, considering the amount of home jobs that are going on. There are some great ones going around. I feel like everyone's starting to dye their hair blonde in that again. I was even thinking about doing oh, it the other day, done. not. <laughs> so, Please don't. Um, we're just going to try and this podcast be only nice and short this week. We just... Recorded a uh, great podcast with the great man, Roasty Dean from the NRL Roast. Over 650,000 Instagram followers. So we might take a fair snippet of that and put that into our podcast this week because there's some great content in there. Um, How did you find that chat with him, Campbell? Yeah, it was good. It went for about an hour, I Yeah, think. about an hour. So there's some great talking points of just about our podcast and the footy and some of the stuff that he's been up to. I think we're going to form a bit of a partnership soon and um, have a bit of fun with it. But uh, speaking of the intro, hey, uh, buddy. Yeah, no, you've uh, done well there. Yeah, talking about... Um, Glenn Hawke, the he's actually the ground announcer from Newcastle. Yeah, he's he's the, he's the ground announcer <laughs> at McDonald Jones Stadium. Yeah. He does all the state of origins. He's done World Cups. He's done cricket. He's like he goes down to like Sydney and that as well. So he's one of the most sought after men in Australia for Australian sport ground announcing. <laughs> and he's officially part of what's here on the castle. So we'll give him a big clap. That yeah, was we're happy to have him on board, mate. So and. Uh, Better, the Screaming Jets also run along with that, so that just works out perfectly when the night's running out. Um, So that was the intro. Last week, Campbell, that was a great podcast and went for a while. What did we talk about? We talked about the WWE 13. We talked about two game shows, and I've just got to announce a couple of winners out of the two polls we had. So Surely it was one at one all, was it? So you won the WWE yeah. Started 13 team. And I honestly don't know why. You must have about 10 different Instagram accounts that you <laughs> oh, go and log. So which I'm not really happy yeah. with. but um, And I won the game show, which I was surprising because a lot of people were commenting on your post and getting engaged with it. Yeah, but I just think... Um, but shout out to Greg Bird who also voted for me as well. Yeah, Big Birdie getting involved. Nah, I just think um like i i I don't know it's it's very hard to explain explain the time warp um but yeah i you gotta probably sit down and have it explained yeah and get involved like next time we're on the beers we'll get a get a little bit of time warp going but um, (laughs) lock lock us down into the um towns and dressing sheds like that (laughs) continuing on with the feedback we uh had a couple of People point out some notable omissions from our uh, WWE, WWF starting 13. Uh, the first, um, someone suggested that, uh, how did we possibly miss Brett the Hitman Hart? Yeah, but he's more, he's not an earlier era. We're like the, 
the yeah yeah sort of ruthless aggression era yeah true true yeah and uh, another notable omission was uh, Chris Benoit but we won't we won't venture <laughs> into that too far I I am just I don't think we should even comment on that no we should be <laughs> moving on um little bit of other little bit of other bits and pieces of feedback from mine I was uh, speaking to my man Juzzy Justin Affleck during the week oh and, here we go and he referred to me as Big Cam so that's catching on which I'm ha- I'm very proud of I might I put a poll up this week to see if anyone actually wants to officially call you Big King. Um, yeah, so shout out to Juzzy. He's doing uh, unreal things. Uh, little business plug, actually. He's running his business, Junkyard Skips. I think he's been doing that for how long now? Oh, Maybe yeah, two years, just over two years. I've yeah, used him so a couple of times. He's 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 great price. His bins are like top quality nicks, and they're not coming out with like loose holes and that, so they don't look ugly on your front lawn either. Yeah, and he's on time. He does a great job, and like I said, price-wise, you mentioned what's he on the castle. He's going to look after you. Junkyard Skips, his name is. Mate, um, funny story about how he actually got into business uh, with that two years ago. He was actually doing a um, candlestick-making apprenticeship out there at Raymond Terrace, but... <laughs> But that that all sort of sort of fell to sh- fell to shit once uh, Raymond Terrace got electricity two years ago. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Um, so shout out to you, Justin. Uh, was it his birthday last week too? Uh, I have a feeling it was. I could be wrong. It could I, be his brother. I don't know. Yeah. But um, who, if it was your birthday, Justin, happy birthday. So he's <laughs> he's a big listener of the podcast, is he? And uh, that brings me to my next topic: birthday today. Whose birthday is it? It's not a person. Winks. Oh, the beautiful mare, the champion horse, Winks. I was actually at the third... How many Cox plays did she win? Three or four? The fourth. I, the last the last Cox played, I was there at Mooney Valley, and uh, that was that was great to see. And, you know, like, at Mooney Valley for the Cox play, you know who plays there every year? Who? Daryl Braithwaite. He oh, plays there good. every year. That's and I tell you what, he gets the crowd to sing the song for yeah. him. Because he is... Like, they haven't got him yet. He'll he, he be in our live... Oh, I just, I just, no, I'm not going to say that's a bit mean, but you're going to say he'll be in our live Gorn segment so, for the yeah, next 20 years. Nah. Winks, Winks um, obviously the horse is, like, around internationally, the horse's birthday is August 1, but today is the actual birth date of Winks. Yeah, so happy birthday, Winks. And uh, another notable thing about today, Tupac Shakur, 25th anniversary. Tupac, like the rapper. Yeah. Since he died 25 years ago. But 1996. I've been watching a lot of TikTok conspiracies that he's still alive, so uh, I'll have to... Oh, might have to bring him into the Alive All Gone yeah, segment. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> right. But actually, talking about your LD, uh, TLDR... T- 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 TLDR. TLDR. Yeah. T- talk... Too talk, long too, didn't too read. Too long didn't read. Fucking hell. Start that again. TLDR. Too long, didn't read. And we put a bit of a post up of you pronouncing what that means. We had Rosie coming on it, called did this once to the missus. She didn't talk me for three months, the greatest three months of our marriage. <laughs> um, we had your missus, Danica, going, give it a go and watch me absolutely blow up with the TNT and the AG. So I thought that was outstanding. Uh, we posted our, yeah, WWE Rebel League 13s. We had a five-star review from the Buzz, the Buzz man. What the yeah. Buzz? Phil Rothfield. So I do love- you want to read that out in his voice? I can, mate. Uh, so the review from Phil Buzz Rothfield was titled A Glimmer of Hope for Newcastle and the Hunter. And it reads, five stars, it reads, Not since the excellence of the early years of Barry Tui's career have I witnessed a more professional approach to media. These guys can under- talk underwater with a mouthful of marbles, mate. I really love being part of the show. So, and we actually had a couple of people message me going, like, 
how like how come you actually know Buzz Rothfield? <laughs> and I'm just like, oh mate, when you when you start producing good content like ourselves, anything's possible. Um, do you have any more feedback before I start on to the next topic? Um, I don't think I do, we'll, mate. We'll try because we're in the bottom of the barrel here. Nah, we're, 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 we got a couple. We had a couple of messages from Slacky who made our logo, and now uh, we got a couple of other things coming up. But we'll get into our first topic about the night semi-final on the weekend. Mm. Parramatta Eels, 28-20, they won. Yep. Um, very disappointing to see. Uh, what did we get to talk? We'll talk about the main point: the uh, their drop goal that led to a penalty try. Yeah, obviously that didn't exactly cost the Knights the game, and uh, no. the Knights were huge outsiders. Um, I don't know. I just think Newcastle have uh, got to go up a couple of steps up the ladder before they challenge those top six teams. Yeah, I've got the actual rule here, so it says. Explanation from referee's boss Bernard Sutton on on, on the slate. So this, this was originally um, Billy Slater that happened to him yeah. a few years ago. So yeah. for this to be a drop kick, the ball must be intentionally released from the hands, then kicked immediately after. Which it was. It rebounds from the ground. It's important to note that the drop kick can occur any time during a match and does not have to be an attempted field goal. See, so. He didn't drop the ball. He was attending a kick, but he missed uh, the kick originally, didn't he? Yeah, that's true. See, my gripe with that is he's, he's it, missed the ball. He's dropped the ball. and um, He wasn't going for a drop kick. No, that's right. But he, but you got a kick. It says with the front of your... Like, it's got to be a proper kick. He kicked it yeah. with his heel. But there's, um, like, a similar rule which sort of contradicts that is... Say you're going for a penalty goal, and instead of having a genuine... Like, instead of having a genuine shot... For the goalposts, yeah, you just do a crossfield kick and get your winger to jump well, up. They, and they, score. Used to be, they used to be able to do that. You're not you allowed can't. to do you that. Can't do that now. It, the rule stipulates that it has to be a genuine shot at goal. So, you, like, but all that, the... that's not a genuine shot at a field goal attempt. That's exactly right. And I was saying be. to my my brother, how can the Shout bunker? How can the bunker rule? On someone like it's similar to the bunker ruling on someone playing at a ball. Like, yeah, he's played at that ball. He has not intentionally gone for a field goal. Exactly. And then following on that, when the ball started roll roll forward to the Newcastle Knights try line, yeah, Caitlin Ponga did overstep the mark, and yeah. the Parramatta player was tackled without the ball. Um, oh. Penalty try, don't know, but it no, was a normal yeah. kick. I'd probably be happy with it. Yeah, but. I wouldn't say it cost the Knights our season because no. there was that glimpse before half-time. Parramatta scored two quick tries. Mitch Moses, he put on a bit of a show before half-time. And I know Mitch Moses cuts a bit of slack, but I don't think he's that bad of a football player. I don't know what your opinions are of him. but Yeah, I'm going to keep pretty quiet. Yeah, so <laughs> he did run a bit of a show around us for that 10-minute period. But, mate, we move on. Newcastle Knights, 2022, as we say, every year. 2022, we will come out charging, and that will be us for next year. Um, you're still the night for next year, mate? Yeah, I'll, I'll sign up again. I suppose I'll get my membership and wander in there every week. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> listen to a bit of the commentary on the weekend. Are, are you, you're you more of a Fox League operator than um, Channel 9 coverage, aren't you? Oh, well, mate, on the weekend, I, I had to jostle between the two because on uh, Friday night during the... Manly Melbourne game, 
They had fucking Cameron Smith and Billy Slater both on commentary on t- Channel 9, which is just water torture. See, I don't mind Cameron Smith the oh, way... T- yeah, I don't know. Both on Melbourne games. I like, know. Oh, and then... When you put Fatty Vorton with him as well, and it's oh. just so Queensland bias. But then I shuffled over to Fox League, and I... Mate, I had to switch it back to 9 because I just couldn't cop. Brave and Astor. <laughs> yeah. Brave gets brought up a few times in this show, and we've had people like Rosie actually stick up for him a few times right. saying he's not that bad of a bloke, but... Uh, <sighs> I don't care what kind of a bloke he is. He's a horrible commentator. Corey Parker and his middle third or middle forward. How many times do you reckon he says that again? But what about... Um, did you watch any of the... I just saw little bits and bobs of the press, conference on the press conferences from the coaches on the weekend. Like, Corey Parker has gone, like, full journo and, like... Ask questions. Yeah, I know. Like, what's doing there? What? Fancy being an aspiring journalist trying to get on Fox League. Like, <laughs> your fucking competition is Corey Parker, who wouldn't have studied a day in his well, life. I think a lot of that's got to do with the the bubble. So they're getting a lot of the oh, commentators. Yeah. Like you're getting like um, uh, not Lara Pitt. Um, who's the the. Hannah Lawrence. Hannah Hollis. Oh, yeah. So, like, she is a journalist by trade. Yeah. By trade, but, um, like, people like her, they're being a lot, lot into the post-conference um, because I don't think you can get the likes of people like Barry Tui out there and Barry Tui and <laughs> etc. cetera. Like, Bush, mate. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, we, a couple of them are, I think, banned from that. They only can do it on Zoom, etc. like that. Yeah. With those comments, I think most of the journalists have to do it all over Zoom now. But that's why I'm talking about the commentary. Mate, we, you're known in Newcastle for your Andrew Voss quotes. You love Vossy. <laughs> you're a massive Vossy man. Huge Vossy fan. Listen to him every day on the breakfast show on 1170. Oh, shout out to 1170. They might get us on there for a segment <laughs> soon. But um, give us a couple of your best Vossy quotes of all time. <laughs> we'll have the old rugby league the, game. The original game. rugby league game going, pushes him back like a wheelie bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, he, he, is he your number one commentator? Besides Rabs Warren, Rabs Warren's the goat. So yeah, he's he's out of the yeah. que- like he's out of the question. He's God tier. He's got, <laughs> got God tier and he got Pleb tier. Which he's is- on uh, on on Rugby League One. He is the difficulty Rugby League God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, League God, <laughs> League God. See, you got Vossy up there. So I've got blokes like uh, Dan Ganane. Um, yeah, yeah, it's good. He's great. Goodbye! <laughs> and uh, Warren Goodbye. Smith. Goodbye! <laughs> Warren Smith. And the Cowboys will win here in Townsville. Have you actually um, listened to Vor- Warren Smith? Like, he, his volume like just goes in waves. He's like, and here is sipping a siever yeah. for, the, for the Brisbane Broncos. Well, actually, the Hello Sport boys were talking about Vossi the other day. Like, every game he speaks like... It's like the most marvellous, miraculous yeah, things yeah. just happen. And it's just like, bro, just chill out. Yeah, no, it's good. I love it. <laughs> I like it. My old boy can't stand Vossi. A lot of my old mates can't stand Vossi. I love his intensity. And this is where it's got me talking. We've actually, we actually debuted with our, well, I did a couple of games before, but I got you to commentate a local rugby league first grade game, the South Newcastle Lions take on the Wyong Group. He's going to talk us a bit, a bit through that. Yeah. That, was, that, was, that was great fun. You yeah, get... so we both uh, played uh, the lunchtime league reserve grade that day and um, you were scheduled penciled in for the bar TV commentary job and um, straight after the game yeah so ran off the field clapped the first grade boys out then jumped straight upstairs and uh, threw the headset on and we you were still in your Guernsey and shorts weren't you yeah it was a great time we yeah. did the did the South boys when they took on Wyong um, 
last year in 2020, and we did cop a fair bit of flack for that because we had absolutely no oh, idea who no. any of the Wyom boys were. Like, that's not got me talking. So the dummy half, who was the captain coach, and he was the New South Wales Cup Still player. Still can't remember his name. Mate. Mitch? Mitch? Something? Mitch, yeah. Williams? I Mitch Williams? Oh, I don't know. Whoever it was, yeah. he was the New South Wales Cup Player of the, of the year, year, etc., like that. And <laughs> Campbell's going, oh, this this hooker's got a good future, this kid. <laughs> and then Marco Mealy, his sons are playing in the game. He's. Yeah. Miko Mealy, the big ogre, he messaged Bobcat, and Bobcat came to me to train the other night. He goes, you know, you're talking about Mitch Williams, the dummy half. He goes, yeah. He goes, you're going. <laughs> They know he's New South Wales Cup Player of the Year. He's like he's got a full time job with Wyoming. We're like, oh, I got no idea. He's going, yeah. he's going. Yeah, the commentators are apparently saying, oh, he's got a good future, this kid. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we're going to show you a couple of snippets of the highlights of our famous commentary. Um, we got some with Tim Chrissy as well, who hosts the Two Point uh, Two Point Podcast. Yeah, he's shout got a couple out to of TC. He's yeah, doing, sh- doing some good things. In yeah, the he's going to join us when the restrictions that ease, but. Uh, Here's a couple of minutes highlights of us doing some bar TV sports commentary. Okay, come on, throw away the stubbies. Can't, sorry, we can't see the numbers up here, guys, so bear with us. I don't believe that's Williams JK is going, no? Williams has crossed the ball over to Luke was Sharp. Was that Luke Sharp? Luke Sharp has crossed the line here at Townsend Oval. Back towards the sticks, he must be close there. Last tackle, Brown. On to Glanville. Glanville shows himself and he's going to just score Shows right. goes. That's typical vintage Ryan Glanville there. As they're short on the on the right hand defensive line here. Wyong, he's going short. And who's oh, crossed wow. over? That's that, excellent. Is that Lucky Fuller? No, no, that's excellent work from Daniel Hugerworth to find uh, Jack Cameron the, to that interchange oh, Last forward. tackle, sorry. Got my tackles mixed up there. Williams, Williams again. Crafty. Six again, called by Tommy Cronin, uh, Tom Taylor. He scored in the corner there. I don't know if you saw that, Campbell, but it was touched there off the South Newcastle player. Mole in the 13, as I believe. As- Sharp capitalises on an opportunity out of acting half. Splits the Lions' defence. And that's a sad start to the final quarter from the Merriweather Lions. Yeah, very, very old school final system. I don't think um, we've had that in the Newcastle Conference. Long yellow. There's Williams. Brushed the ball on oh. to... Who's that? That's the... Jack Stringer, Jack I believe. Stringer, and he scores underneath <laughs> the post, which is going to put, I believe, the Wyong Roos. He should kick this to a 30-point to 14 lead. Much a bit of a better set here, Campbell. Is that, uh, great footy here by the Lions. As Glanville's got the ball, steps back inside, gets on the outside. He's gone through. Glanville sets He'll the ball back. And he's going to score a try for the South Newcastle Lions. Wyong Roos, they've got the victory here at Townsend Oval, which makes, means they're going to win the minor premiership. As Mentlato kicks off here in the reserve grade fixture here at Maitland Sports Ground. Let's get it on. As Western Suburbs are running from left to right towards the southern side of Maitland Sports Ground. Third tackle, Gilchrist. Gets the ball onto Blackhall, oh, and Blackhall is dumped there, and a bone-rattling tackle there by the Western Suburbs Rosellas. As CUCU takes the ball out the back, and he hits short there. Is he going to get over? I think he's crossed over here for the first try of the grand final. One out, one meter out from the line. They need to start shifting the ball and creating some more opportunities. That's the dummy half. In Butcher gets the ball out wide. Here we go, the front row, a bit of a tip onto the back row. Cuts the ball out wide to the winger. They're going to score a try in the corner. And I don't know if I'm a genius, but I just called that out. Shift the ball out wide and they Logan score Redzevic. straight away. There's a good try there by Logan Redzevic. Fourth tackle. Parsley at the back. 
to the four in Gilchrist, who looks like he's playing the 5-8 role with Peterson. Steps around one, and he gets taken there. That should be last tackle. That was last tackle. No, he's blew a penalty there. The referee, Louis Matheson, has blew a penalty. Your money up. No, nothing. I've got no idea. As the number two, he shanked this to the left of the uprights here. Last tackle. 5-8. Story. Kyobis for himself. Bounces up. He's going to score here. He's good in the corner. That's a try to the Bryson Suburbs Rosellas. What a try there by the 5-8. Aiden Storr grabs for himself. Kicks the ball. He's got he struck that well. That's gone sailed over. He's kicked the two points here. As Taylor gets the ball onto the 16. He's going to score over the try line, is he? He's over. Wyong is celebrating. He scored under the post. Straight off the Western Suburbs try. Wyong have returned the serve off the kickoff with the short kickoff. Takes one step back, two, three, and he boots that ball again. over. It's 12 points all here at Maitland Sports Ground. One minute, mate, here remaining in the first half of Golden Point Extra Time. As Wes probably need to hold their width a bit more out here. But they're going to get into a great field goal opportunity. Who cares about a field goal when you might cross the line? As he plays the ball. Who's having a shot here? Is he going to score? Oh, he has. He's held on the ball. He nearly dropped the ball there. It's Radzivic. He's lined up back. He's going to have a shot. He's kicked it. Radzivic's kicked the field goal. Western Suburbs, Rosellas have won the reserve grade grand final here at Maitland Sports Ground. Leading 13 points to 12. The exact same score as last week. Right, so I hope you've enjoyed those ridiculous commentary calls <laughs> by the man Campbell Scott and myself live on Newcastle's home of rugby league bar TV that's not a plug or a sponsorship there <laughs> um, like I said short podcast this week Campbell um, also hope you enjoyed listening a bit part of the NRL Roast podcast Roasty's podcast we did with him um, today as well so make sure you go and listen to his podcast Roasty's NRL podcast Roasty's mm -hmm. podcast on Spotify Apple Podcasts anywhere you get your podcast straight. Can you I can't throw away the stubbies <laughs> normally start with a few early settlers just like the footy game just want to take a few sets don't throw the ball around too hard so. that's me all over not this one yeah, that's he, only runs the ball. he only runs the ball 10 metres out from the, the opposition trial line my try my try tally definitely doesn't correspond with that so I don't know where you've you got that put, from put your hand up 15 metres out oh yeah. no I, 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 yeah. absolutely not I've scored one try in about four years yeah, oh. you need to get the ball to score tries <laughs> I'm, a, I'm taking that ball up five metres off from my own trial line taking the hard carries getting belted bullshit Jason Rawls, like. We posted up the um, Jared Wallace try from the weekend. Where he, he got an intercept from like three metres yeah. or something and just dived over. And someone was in the... Oh, it might have been um, Dustin Hyro. He's, he's in the comments like, um, oh, that was, you know, to be remembered for ages. And I said, I replied just saying, uh, yeah, I think he, he actually beat three or four defenders. He chipped and regathered. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, few steps here and there and um and scored all that'll be the story in 10 years time so yeah <laughs> mate uh whenever we whenever we get immediate uh the, the story gets exaggerated a fair bit but um let's talk about the teams you grew up supporting you both uh in Newey you both support Newey now but yep. uh Campbell who'd you grow up supporting um I grew up supporting Brisbane Broncos actually for absolutely no reason at all um I'm originally from Bathurst so a long way from Brisbane but um, unlike my mate, both, both start with B. Unlike my mate here, uh, I stayed true and supported New South Wales for my whole life. Can't say the same for my friend here. 
Who did you, you jump from? Right, so growing up, it was about eight years old. I was a massive, massive Newcastle fan. I got all the photos of the old Stockland jersey and etc. But I had a big man crush for Shane Webkey and Petro Seven to Seven to So I moved to the Brisbane Broncos for a few years in primary school. And then obviously, when you support a team, you're supporting your favourite players. They played for the the Cane Toads, and unfortunately... And coincidentally, they won about 15 yeah, years. and I life. regret to say I supported Queensland for a few years, even though I only supported the Broncos for about two seasons. Come back, back to the Knights, but I kept Queensland till about 2013. Oh, yeah, so just, just when you can yeah, see... Yeah, just before Josh Reynolds <laughs> uh, and uh, Trent, Trent Hawkinson crossed over, and it was the first year I was going for the Blues, I think, back to the Blues, and he crossed over, and everyone's just like... You cannot say that you're a proud New South Wales man if you cross and can't. As the boys from Hello Sports podcast, they call me the filthy turncoat. So um, but- I say this all the time, like throughout going to primary school and this like sort of thing like that, and even like my mates these days, like there's still the odd dickhead in New South Wales that does go for Queensland. But yeah. I honestly could not imagine a Queenslander supporting the Blues at all. Like Campbell, I'm going to finish this off with a saying that I think you might yeah, do. You, a, might, you might do your one because yours is <laughs> another minion quote. Uh, another minion quote. And because we're getting late, we've been recording for a few hours now. Tonight, Campbell, I have a date tonight with my bed. We are totally going to sleep together. Jesus, that's that's a new low for you. <laughs> yeah. Can you um can you wrap this podcast up with something good? Yeah, my quote this week. Um, I saw this oh, ages ago now, but my mate has it like on this massive plaque thing. But it, anyway, backstory not really necessary. But the quote is: "Good, better, best. Never let it rest until your good is better and your better best." Mate, you need to listen to that slow five times. I think you um. Mate, you bring a tear to my glassy sometimes, Campbell. And, uh, <laughs> I amaze myself sometimes. I love it. Uh, might finish off with the great Glenn Hawke with, Can we hear you, Newcastle? We need to hear you, Newcastle!